Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. Dennis Courtney is back. He is a certified yoga instructor, a certified mindfulness meditation teacher, a fellow Western New Yorker, and a person who's devoted to his daily meditation practice. And I'm delighted to have him back on this Michael Speaks podcast channel. Glad to be here, Joanne. Thank you. Thanks for coming back. We're going to go deeper on this topic of meditation. I hear people talk about a meditative state. What is that? Mm. So as the mind quiets and begins to let go of its attachments or let go of pushing things away. So as you're breathing and following the breath, for example, after a few minutes, you become more relaxed. The breath becomes more subtle. The mind becomes more subtle with it. And with practice, a feeling of happiness begins to arise in the body. For me, it'll start with my hands and my feet and my lips. And I begin to get this feeling of, of, of happiness. And what's happening there is our natural state is happiness. Our natural state is joy. And our natural state is to be peaceful and loving and compassionate. And when we are all stressed out, we put multiple layers between that happiness and peace and joy and, and us, let's say. And people believe that they need to search externally to satisfy or find solutions or products or substances or relationships that will help the pain and the loneliness go away. And those things, those activities, those those sensory objects are only temporary. If you want more long-lasting and permanent, you need to find it within. <laughs> and that's what mindfulness and other meditations, when the mind quiets through observing the breath or the body, or some people will chant a mantra, 
right? Over and over and over again, the same uh, om, om, or they'll uh, sit in front of a, a white wall, you know, or just a blank wall. And that kind of is another way of starving the mind and forcing it to relent. It's almost like, well, you want to be loving and gentle even with your mind and even with your ego. It's, it's not a war. You just want to let it casually relax. But sometimes there's a little bit of discipline involved and self-discipline. And you have to say, hey, now's my time to meditate. And I need to be able to concentrate a bit on my breath. So, and then when, when you get deeper, the joy and the happiness are there. It begins to flow throughout the body. And my experience, Joanne, is that when you take it very, very deep, when you're able to quiet the mind, there's a rapture. It's like every cell in your body begins to scream for joy. It's better than any drugs. It's better than any orgasms. And it's free. And it's within every single human being. It's your, it's your, it's your birthright. The joy that's within? Yes. Okay. The kingdom of God that's within. Now, what's the difference between a meditative state and a prayerful state? Prayer, I think you end up in the same place. I really do. So prayer would be devotional. You are praying to God and you're becoming one with God through devotion. Mm-hmm. And with meditation, you're becoming one with God through the absence of anything else because God is the default. God is the background of everything. For example, I am this or I am that. I am, I am hungry. I am angry. I'm you know, interested, I'm this or that. And what do we do? We focus all of our time on the object, you know, on the, you know, what it's about. We, we never spend any time contemplating or reflecting on the I am, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and if you were to ask any of the almost 8 billion human beings on this planet, they all refer to themselves as I, mm-hmm. right? I am. Everything else to the right of that, <laughs> <laughs> to the left, <laughs> or to the left of that, is is not as relevant. And it's almost like the I am. And I'm not talking about the I am, the little I, the little Dennis, mm-hmm. the personality I. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the I am that is like the cookie crumbs or the trace left in your heart that the Creator put there for you to find your way back home. 
and whether it's through prayer and devotion or through meditation, I believe you end up in the same place. And that's a place of peace? The peace, our inherent birthright. Mm -hmm. The peace, the love and compassion, the loving awareness. It's just a question of getting out of our way mm -hmm. and letting it shine through and realizing it's not on the outside. Yeah, relationships are great, you know, it's in great food and great this and great that. But when you're done, that emptiness or loneliness can still return or that anxiety or restlessness. You know, it's got to be something, something else, something what's, well, I got to keep doing things. Why do you need to keep buzzing around and staying busy because your ego doesn't want you to find yourself. Mm -hmm. It's keeping you like, you know, you're walking between two rooms and then all of a sudden there's two or three things that pop up that you got to do and you forgot what the first thing was between going <laughs> the first room to the second room. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, where's the mindfulness in that? <laughs> right? Who's 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 calling the shots? <laughs> but that's that's the tough part for me. My mind wanders even when I'm in prayer. My mind wanders, and I have to say, Joanne, could you focus on this prayer for just a minute here, girl? Yeah. Um, and even when I'm practicing yoga, my mind it does wander, and I really have to work to get my mind to still um, because I feel like I'm always on to the next thing. What's the next responsibility? What's the next, you know what I mean? And it's, it is work for me. So here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Work is another tool of the ego. The thought I need to work is an egoic mind thought hmm. so if you stop working and just allow yourself to be without trying you might get different results hmm. so in 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 trying to control or work it then i think you might actually get the opposite results because it's still keeping the activity going. So if you just are aware, observe your mind. Oh, here comes my mind. It might look, my mind wants me to wander off. Sit down and have tea with your mind. Just, just invite it in. Don't be angry with it. Show it love and compassion and just relax and just rest. And if it tries to get you to go up and do something or think about something else, come back to your anchor, be it the breathing body, the breath, or your mantra. And eventually, the more you shine mindfulness and awareness and bring that, that power to bear, the mind will begin to relent, to tap out on its own.
and realize it's just not going to happen. <laughs> okay, this person's getting it together. All right, maybe I was able to do it for 10 minutes and next week or next month, I've only got control maybe now six or seven minutes. And now, uh-oh, they're getting ready to do that, <laughs> that meditation de- thing. De- de- thing. Take a deep <laughs> breath. Uh-oh, <laughs> goodbye. I love that. Do you have times of day when you do it? I wake up every single morning and the first thing I say is, may my life benefit all living beings. And the second thing I say is, may I realize my soul value of selflessness. So right there, that is my intention in setting my alignment for the day. That's my little mini meditation even before I get out of bed. So I know that the best of my ability, I'm, that's what I'm going to try to do that day. Um, just meditating. I try to meditate morning, afternoon, and evening. At least an hour each, each period. 65 minutes a pop. If I can get more in, I'll go two. And I particularly like it when it's raining or windy because I'm able to then notice the the different sounds. And another technique, Joanne, is to be mindful of the senses. So if my left knee starts hurting, sensing, sensing, if I hear the trucks laying pavement down the road, hearing, hearing, the wife's cooking some food or something, smelling, smelling. So I'm engaging the mind instead of it engaging me. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, you'll notice when I was saying feeling, hearing, seeing, what am I leaving out? Mm, touching. Touching. Tasting. Yeah. But I'm also leaving out the conceptual. I'm not saying I'm hearing those trucks down the road and, geez, I wonder if those guys are getting paid enough. And, geez, I hope it doesn't rain on them. And then all of a sudden, I'm gone. Mm -hmm. I'm off. I'm lost in thought. I'm in a zombie trance and I'm not aware. I'm not mindful. So... If I'm saying hearing, seeing, smelling, and I'm not going into the conceptual pattern, what I'm doing there is I'm living in the now and living every moment like it's an act of creation. Because it is. Because it is, because it's not stored habits patterns and living in the past mm-hmm. egoically and i'm not worried about projecting that into the future i'm living and i'm hearing and i'm experiencing reality in the now mm-hmm. and a lot of the patterns that we have they need to be reworked 
and new ones need to be developed. And when people talk about re reincarnation or the afterlife, every split second, now, 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 living in the now, every split second is a reincarnation. I never thought about that, ever. Right? I mean, it's, you're creating. You, with union with the divine, are creating the expression of the now, the, the divine expression. Of this moment. Of this moment. And this moment is the only moment because it's this moment. And the last moment's gone and the next moment might not come. So this is it this moment. And this is the same moment that you had when you were a five-year-old girl looking in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And the body's changed. Things have changed. But the awareness and that soul, it's like when you look in the mirror, like when I look in the mirror, I'll say, geez, I don't, that me? I don't feel that old <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know that one <laughs> right and and it's like that's because the body changes but that which is aware of the body doesn't mm -hmm. it was there before i was born and it's going to be there after i'm gone and it's constantly aware in the background <laughs> it's like the the screen projector and all the drama on the film clip is being shown on the movie. Doesn't change the screen. Isn't that interesting? The screen's just saying, okay, the movie's going on this way and the movie's going on that way, but I'm always here. I always love you. I am love. You are me. Mm -hmm. You and I are the same. And this temporary illusionary drama, that's being projected. You're projecting from me, through me, to me. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. So Dennis, thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. I appreciate deepening my insights on meditation and understanding this meditative state and how it connects me to the divine that lives within me. When you were talking, I was thinking years ago, there was a play by a woman named Intazake Shange. And it was, uh, the title was For Colored Girls Who've Considered Suicide When the Rainbow is Enough. And there's a line in there where she said, I found God in myself and I have loved her fiercely. And when you were talking, that is what I thought about finding God in ourselves and loving her fiercely, fiercely. So thank you for that new awareness for me. Thank you very much. And I hope that you will come back for another episode on the Smichael Speaks podcast channel. Thank you, Joanne, and I'd be happy to. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. 
I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.